Hey, what's up, Tom? What's up, brother? Hey, man. I want to uh, give a big thanks to uh, our sponsors uh, today. Thank you, Schedulicity. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our industry. You give so much love. You give so much love to us. We want to uh, thank you from the bottom of our heart. Well, uh, in 2019, they changed the industry, right? They changed the industry with both Schedulicity Cares by giving away $5,000 a month to a hairdresser and some barbers, right? And with Schedulicity Pays. Yeah, and Schedulicity Pays was huge. Ginormous. It, yeah, and, and it definitely, definitely will save you money. Yeah. No I mean, doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, a 1.99% processing fee and for 10 cents uh, a swipe. I mean, you do your research. You can't find better. No. And a free card reader. And a free card reader. That's right. <laughs> Which is integrated right into the app, right? So you don't have to leave the app. Everything is, uh, is right there for you. Yeah. And also we want to bring to the family. Yeah. So uh, we're also excited to talk about uh, salon scales and welcome them. Um, and then they give you the price, which then in turn, you, you, uh, you, you forward to your, to your uh, client. So what they're doing is they're doing labor and product. So you charge for your labor, you know, you charge X amount, you know, per, per hour. And then you're also um, charging for your product, but they kind of walk you through that. But more importantly to me is you see exactly how much product you're using. And, and exactly how much product that, it, that it's costing you, right? So, like, I know, for instance, like, I was way undercharging, like, for either a gloss or, or, or for a toner because I was using more product than I was actually charging for it. So, you know, for years and years and years, I've been losing money with those services. Well, now I've, I've readjusted my, schedule, my, my pricing, so now I can, I can make some more money on, on, on those products. Or so, not lose money. <laughs> not lose money. Exactly. I mean, literally, it's crazy when you do a gloss and now it's costing you money. You know, that, that's, that's just silly to it's think like about. like taking your car to a mechanic and they charge you for labor and not for parts. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. So now, now they've given us the ability to charge for that. Um, and, and again, just for me, the, the biggest aha for me was just the awareness of, of, of what these products are actually costing me because I had no clue before. A really, uh, another really cool thing about Salon Scales is that you just put in whatever product line that you're using. And, and it's already preset in the, uh, in the app. You just go to their website and you go, hey, I'm using this product line, that product line, this product line. And it just, it automatically puts it in the app for you. So when you're, when you're weighing your, your product, you just boop, 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 boop. And even if like, like because we're independent, what do you got to do? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> because we're independent, you know, we use, we use, it's not just one product line that we use or one color line that we use. Like I use, um, I use Schwarzkopf uh, Lightner, but I use Redken um, uh, shades and it's, and you're able to put all those products in there so you can weigh exactly, uh, exactly what you, uh, what you want. So they're making it super easy for you. They're making it incredibly easy for you and you're saving money and you can actually make money because I think I said earlier, you can, you can set the price to whatever you want to charge for that. Meaning like if a tube of color is costing you $10, you can mark it up. So it's $20. So when you forward that to your client, that um, little bit of a, a, a margin there as well. It's, it's so great. Um, again, just thank you very much, Salon Scales. Thank you for being on board with us. And, uh, and we can't wait to see how you guys change the industry in 2020. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my best bud, Tony. What's up, man? What's up, brother? 
Uh, I think this is our final uh, conversation for the weekend, right? Yep. Uh, the weekend at uh, ISSE, ICE. We, uh, we just want to give a big shout-out to them, Schedulicity, Hairbrain, uh, for uh, just being so kind and uh, just allowing us to do our thing, man. Yeah. I, I love this event. This event has been incredible. I, um, I really, really like the ISSE. Um, kind of a, um, event. We, we do a lot of trade shows, but for some reason, this one just feels a little bit more intimate and a little bit more. I, don't, I can't even explain it, but it just it feels it feels better to me. Yeah, not better as far as greatness, but but better in my soul. Yeah, and uh, it just it's it, it's first time for us being here, and uh, it's not going to be the last. No, maybe it's a SoCal uh, uh, vibe, right? Maybe that, it's all the that, weed that we smell. All the oh my time goodness! Getting the contact. I feel like I'm smelling weed everywhere. <laughs> know, it's like every two I'm, seconds. I feel like I'm on a contact high all weekend long. That's why we feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel laid back. I tell you that. that. Yeah. Well, and also, we are laid back. We are laid back in the media lounge. Uh, they we're, we're, they surrounded us by a bunch of couches, <laughs> so we can kind of sit back and uh and have a well, we can get you know get through our buzz. Right. <laughs> Funny. Um, uh, today, man, today is awesome. We saved the best for last. I think so. It, 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 it. I hope nobody else that we interviewed this weekend is listening. Well, I mean, they're all great, right? I don't backtrack now, but I'm not I'm saying they're all great. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but we saved the best for last. We said the, it's certainly the one that I was most looking forward to for the weekend, um, just because now we have a continued relationship, and and um, I, I, we'll get into it, you know. Our new friends. Our new friends. Our, our, our new friend, Vivs. Well, it's actually double A. Double A, double A. One of them said BFF before the podcast, so our new oh, there BFFs. There's a new BFF. I dig that, man. Yep. We'll do that. You sure she wasn't stoned? She might be contact high, too. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think we've gone through the entire weekend. You know, contact right. high and stuff. <laughs> so today, um, we're, again, super honored to have to have April and Alicia uh, sitting in the chair. And April and Alicia, they are there with Salon Scales and... Um, what I kind of want to do is, as we, as we talk to him, is just kind of and what I'm interested in. Um, we, we we've had Alicia on before, and she's such a brilliant business mind, and I really think that she's a think she's a forward thinker, and she's a forward thinker for industry, which is really great. And then um, I kind of want to figure out where like kind of April and Alicia and how they've gotten together, and how they and how they what what's their roles, dude? I think in the industry. yeah, I think they're going to change the industry, and they're going to change the way. People look at the the hairdressers how they look at themselves and what they charge in the industry, mm-hmm. and uh, dude, I, I I can't give them enough enough love. Did we mention Salon Scale by the way? Did we just say Alicia and April? I think we just said no, Alicia you just say you okay. said Salon Scale. Well, all right, cool. Should we get in? Yeah, and we're we're done. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> so, Miss Alicia and April from Salon Scale, welcome to your day off. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you, guys. I mean, we, we were really looking forward to this. I mean, I'm glad we could uh, we uh, we finally made this happen because I know we tried a couple other times. But here we are. Here we stand, you know. So good. Live and in sit. person, right? Live yes. and in person. Yes. Right. And, and for those that haven't heard the podcast with Alicia, go ahead and make sure you go back and listen. And you'll learn about Salon Scale. And, you know, we've talked to April on the phone uh, uh, Thousands of times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so this is kind of our, our, our first podcast with you. Uh, but together, you guys are killing it. How the, how the heck did you get? First of all, where are you from? Yes, thank you. Um, well, I'm actually from Alberta, Canada. So um, just west of where Alicia lives. 
Um, but prior to that, I was living in Saskatchewan, and her and I had met um, through her salon, actually. So I was a sales rep selling her products to her salon. So we had this, like, intimate business relationship that just, like, blossomed into a friendship. So when she came to me and she was like, I'm doing this thing, I was like, I have to be a part of this. Like, mm -hmm. it was just, like, her the way that we worked together. And at the time, like, we were kind of getting her more into, like, editorial styling for one of the brands that I worked with. And she was like, I can't commit to this. Like, salon scales my future. And I was like, Whoa. I'm coming with you. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, Alicia, you know, like... And we we're coming with you too. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's, everyone's getting on the bus, and we're going. That's right. Cool. I mean, I'm gonna. First of all, I, I, as we talked before, I think it's an inc brilliant idea. Thank you know, and, and I think I think it's it's incredibly ballsy too. Like I think it's incredibly ballsy to to say, hey, we need to charge differently. You know, and 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 you say it way more eloquently than I do. But but it's you know it's it's labor. And, and time, right? So you're charging for both. And, and, you know, being, you know, the macho man that I am, you know, I, I think it kind of like that's how car mechanics or that's how mechanics kind of charge um, for, uh, you know, parts per parts per and labor yep. there. So what, what was, uh, without a, without going into super deep detail, sure. just kind of, uh, you know, tell us what the motivation was in, in, in that. Hey, tell us about Salon Scales yeah, yeah. On, a, on a quick uh, bullet point. A very quick thing. So yeah. we measure hair color in real time. So we'll tell you the exact price per bowl. And then now you have the thing that can separate your parts from your labor. And so when you're going to charge a customer now, it's not inclu don't include the color because you never know if you're doing $4 or $40 worth of color. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to tell you that exact price so you can now separate it and make sure your bottom line is consistently predictable. I love so that. So it's great. It's, it's, been, budget. Yep. It's, it's been great. I mean, at, and the analogy that I use or the example, I guess the example that I use is that I've never known what to charge for vivids. One, vivid colors are so expensive. The tubes are big and mm -hmm. you use so much color, you know, and like yeah. we throw a lot of color away too, honestly, yeah. you know, because with vivids, if, especially if you're custom mixing, right, yeah. you have to have enough that you don't run out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. And then, and then a lot of times that get, that goes down the drain or in the trash can. But, you know, I guess you just have to charge for that, for that overage in, in a sense too, because that, that is particularly to uh, vivids as part of the process. Oh, for sure. And I think like, when I first started Salon Scale, I had no clue about the whole financial model behind it of separating parts from labor, but it's an evolution. And I think like when you look at history of any type of technology company, it started as one thing and then it became something else. So, right. you know, when we started, it was just simply how much is this damn bowl costing me? That's what it started as. Um, and then it turned into a whole, uh, you know, understanding that, wait a minute, our entire financial model is flawed. Like, why are we not separating this? And that's mm -hmm. where we kind of built this whole parts versus labor kind of conversation and the whole industry was just like yes like let's have this conversation because we are using a hell of a lot more yeah. color than we used to and we need a solution for it you, yeah. guys, you guys have the solution so so you guys met at a salon because you were selling her the products that yeah. she was using in her shop yeah how i mean you and you said that she's like no i, I can't do this i'm, I'm gonna salon scales my future and you yeah. said i'm gonna go with you but how how did this friendship really, I mean, you said I'm going to go with you. It's not like she's like, okay, here, I'm going to make you, uh, you know. Yeah. How, how did this friendship or this relationship just grow from there? Yeah, I think I'll touch on this a little bit, and then Alicia can interrupt when she feels like she wants to <laughs> fill in those holes. But, yeah, I think for us, like like I said, we were traveling a lot together. Um, we were trying to do, like, we were trying to get her trained to become an educator for an editorial team. And 
when she came to me with this idea, I was like, I have to invest in her. Like, I, I was like, I have to be a part of this. I actually had no intention of actually working for Salon Scale. I was like, I just believe in this girl so much and her vision and what she wants to do that I just, I want to be a part of it any way possible. So, yeah, I was actually one of her angel investors. And no one actually knows that. We kind of were like, let's just keep this on the down low. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think it's really important as we go on this journey together and as, like, Alicia's working on panels and she's talking about, you know, bridging the gap for women entrepreneurs like really what we're trying to say is like if as a woman to invest in another woman and support each other is such an important thing in any industry so I think like that story we wanted to sort of shed some light on dropping it for you guys today (laughs) that's awesome so let's talk about relationships for just a sec Mm -hmm. like like, be honest with me. Like, yeah. were you were you investing because Salonsco is such a great idea? Or were you investing because Alicia is such a killer? Honestly. Like, the person or the product, I guess is the definitely question. Definitely the person. Absolutely the person. And just her vision. Like, her vision for the future. I have always known that I wanted to do something great and, like, be a part of something that really is for a good cause. Mm-hmm. But her wide vision of what Salon Scale can do for business owners and for salon owners and anyone in this industry, really, like, that's what I wanted to be a part of is the wide vision of the why. Why are we doing this? Why is this important? And yeah, definitely the person. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. And what's amazing is that this product has been developed by a hairdresser. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like a manufacturer and trying to push it upon a hairdresser. Yeah. It's a hairdresser that, hey, you know what? I have a need. And then she went out there and filled it herself and What's, what's beautiful when you, you said, you know, a woman investing in another woman, this is a woman-dominated industry, right? Yeah. So it's nice to be able to see women rising to the top and owning, yeah. uh, you know, a product instead of, you know, yeah. a, a, a male-dominant kind of usually. Yeah, know, absolutely. And I think it is a woman-dominated industry, but at the top, there's not a lot of women. So right. we want to change that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's just it's like it's a big challenge, as you can imagine. Like we talked about this on the last podcast. It's like it's such a massive mountain. But mm-hmm. you know, when when you know April talks about that, why like why are we doing this? That trumps everything. So when we pivot, I pivoted my mind really around the faces and the people that it would actually benefit, and then I blocked out every other thing that was making me feel insecure about going forward and that's truly the person I show up whenever I'm you know getting investment dollars or whenever I have to you know make another you know integration with uh, other companies or whatever it is I show up as that person as that that face for all these people that I know that it's going to you know benefit ultimately in the end. So how has this uh, relationship evolved? (laughs) That's a great question. Well, I mean, obviously, we travel a lot together. We have a lot of fun. I think at the end of the day, Alicia and I are both two really good people, and we like to have fun. We don't take life, like, super seriously, Um, only when it comes to investing (laughs) investments. (laughs) When it's about money, it's serious. But other than that, you know, we, we just like to have fun. And I think, like, because I've worked so many different sides of the industry as well with, you know, manufacturer, distributing, and also I was a hairstylist and a salon owner myself, you know, between the two of us like we can see every single angle of the industry and it's you know we're just trying to connect with as many professionals and people that 
really want to elevate and create a new standard. So I just think we're just trying to have fun and connect with people that really connect with us. Like we're like, you know, if you're a good person and you want to make a difference, like we, there's room for us all, you mm-hmm. know? Well, and I, I, I just want to say April is just, she's a shark. She's a go-getter. She's incredible. And she's really always been there to be like, you got this, we can do this. Like always like my cheerleader in a lot of aspects. And for us, like I'm proud of us. We've done something truly incredible. And in today's market to be able to, you know, get into the industry and then also be recognized within only 18 months is, is a really, really, really hard thing to do. And we hustled and, you know, we cried together, we laughed together, we pushed each other. And together, I just, I, I think, you know, that, bond that we have is really what's helping us make the connections, the networks, and, and get spreading our message as best as we can. Yeah, and you know what? We have a really honest relationship, and I think we really hold each other accountable, which is nice. You know, like, I can be real with her, she can be straight with me, and then we can have, you know, a laugh after, right? Like, it's it's very open, and it's good. Yeah, she she pushes me, you know? <laughs> she really pushes Kinda me, too. Vivid. Yeah. <laughs> how do you um how do you do uh you know break up the roles like i know like like we talked on the podcast and stuff but you know since we've been um since we've been integrated within with salon um scale that you know our most of our conversation has been with april like how, how have you broken up the roles or, or or what are your roles if you can like well it's it, you know part of alicia's job as the ceo is so much of it is money you know, like so much of her job is to make sure that there's enough money coming in that we can keep going. Mm-hmm. So she's busy, like a lot talking to investors, like getting, you know, a board ready. She's working on so many different things that like she's hired a team. Like we've got a team now of 12, um, 12 of us. So it's not just us. It's just that I'm sort of on the front line connecting with, you know, every like influencer and every product brand and every like customer and like really like on, on, on the front line where she's like in the back just like organizing this crazy thing so um you know we've actually just hired another director of sales as well dave who's also here hi dave <laughs> um he's uh he's gonna take on more of that with me because for a year now, um, I've been doing kind of a lot of hats, I would say. So now that we've sort of figured out what everyone's good at, we're going to specialize in what we're good at and mm-hmm. keep growing the team. Like, I imagine our team is probably going to double this year. What um, What are the other nine people? What are their roles? Um, well, I can answer that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a bunch of different divisions. So that was the one thing that's completely different than running a salon. Running a salon, there's everyone's a hairdresser and then... I respond to hairdressers, right? Right. Um, But I have, you know, an HR division, a PR division. I have marketing. I have uh, sales, uh, partnerships, and then development. So within um, each of those stakeholders for each of those divisions, that's who I respond to. Um, And so we kind of just divvied up the company to be able to handle all aspects of the the product and the company. Um, And, yeah, like April said, I just kind of hang out kind of in the middle and I respond and I look at you know our forecasting seeing where we're supposed to hit and I'm kind of like that connection from development to sales to let people know when things are kind of going um, and then ultimately I respond to to the investors and to the board uh, to make sure that we have enough money ready to to keep hitting those targets I uh I, I and this is not coming from an offensive area at all, I promise. But, like, when I talk to you, I it's not hairdresser to me. Like, you're so, like, I don't know what an HR board does. I don't know what, you know, I don't, like, all these divisions that you have, I have no clue. Now, is that something that, that you've learned over the last 18 months, or is, this, or is this just something that, like, 
you just have a really you obviously have a really strong business mind but but I want anyone listening to this know, to know that I didn't have this mind a year ago and right. Everything is possible when you open your mind and you think bigger and you surround yourself around people that make you think bigger. Um, I feel like I got a university degree this year. <laughs> and PhD, that, maybe. Right? It's like, oh my goodness. Um, but I was challenged to think, you know, how does the logistics work? How does this work? And I really fell in love more and more with, you know, the economy and business and how, like, the world actually works. Um, and then it felt kind of like, you know, I, you know, probably was on Google more often, figuring out all the little things. And from there, it's like one thing after the next after the next. Um, so yeah, now I, I do do not really identify myself as a hairstylist mm-hmm. um, or a salon owner anymore. I really identify myself as someone who really understands true business um, and just the multifacets that come within within an organization. And, and to add to that, I think now that we've experienced this side of it, we want to teach other salon owners to look at their business like that. Yes. Because right now, salon owners are wearing all the hats, marketing, PR, HR, you know, you name it, and they're not getting paid for that. Like, they're doing that at night when they're, like, trying to hang out with their kids or right. in bed or, you know, they're staying up till midnight trying to figure out what should I do. And we want to encourage and teach salon owners to look at it from a business standpoint and shift their thinking. And like, yeah, and take your take your take yourself out of the company and you know like I have a board govern, governance so like I have people that you know look at our projections or numbers where we're going and I'm like why does our industry not have governance? We don't have boards, we don't have standards, we don't have really anything that's like making sure you're hitting targets. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Is there enough cash flow? What do we need to do to shift things around? Like we really have classes and teachers to kind of kind of help, but it's usually too late. Right. And then most right. of most of these companies are all bootstrapped, so they have no they're in the red all the time. So it's just like we need to make change and, you know, and so by me shifting over here, I'm I'm ready like let's make this financial change and think of it as just a bit as a business. And these are all models everywhere and it's it's time for us to have a real conversation about how do we take less pressure off an owner and make sure they have one job that they really love and surround them around people that will push them to where they need to go so so is this part of your business model to help train owners or managers to think this way i think eventually like we there's definitely a strong push between both of us that we like we feel like we have to do something absolutely i also think just like let's just like look at the like landscape in our industry, right? There's like there's brilliant business coaches out there already. There's brilliant organizations that teach you how to know your metrics, know your numbers. And they all they run off one thing which is called a spreadsheet. Right. That measures KPIs. That's all it is. So what I want us to think is the technology that we can create is more of a platform in which we can plug in those spreadsheets that creates something that's more of a three-dimensional visual thing to visual learners. When we look at salon owners and we look at uh, types of people, they're more of a creative mindset. So all we need is just a more virtual way of identifying these types of metrics and then create a connection, tech, a, a a platform connection from a business coach or a business uh, resource uh, to an actual platform to see in real time what's happening in that business. It's the data that's going to actually completely change our industry, and I'm all on board. That's what I want to do. I want to create a platform so that everybody stays winning, but it just elevates us together to see something in, in right face-to-face instead of trying to still do the paper and pen theory. Love that. I think... I- 
how did you know where to invest? Like, I know the challenge that we have is is that, in, you know, we're, we're very much in the, and there's a million moving parts going on. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and yeah. you know, the majority of our company is sitting right here at the table with you. Yeah. And I think we just don't, at least the challenge that we've had is where do we invest our next dollar? Where do we invest? And, and fairly, where do we invest our first dollar? Yeah. Right. Like, like, how do we start building a company? Um, you know, outside of that, you know, do we do we put more resources into marketing? Do we put more resources into HR? Do we put, you know, like like w- I think that's a challenge that that we've had is like where do we go next? Or, or what? Probably what a lot of businesses, right? Yeah, and I think for us, like we had to figure out early on, like what KPIs, like what are the things that you want to put money into that convert, right? Like that they're going to help you grow, and really just trying to figure out what those key performance. Um, Indicators. Yes, yeah. what those key okay. performance indicators are. Sorry, I had like. I think moment. like in your business, think about it as like little ri- rivers, right? They're revenue streams. That's why they call it a stream. So think of a river. Um, and if I'm an investor, and I give you twenty dollars, what am I going to get at the end of that river? That's what we want to think. And like, mm-hmm. when you want to get investment dollars into your business, if you know all the right areas to fish, they're going to be like, here's all the dollars because they know what's coming outside of that. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is you really want to dissect it down, and you want to look at how much does it cost to acquire a customer. So um, and then what is the lifetime value of that customer? So in each stream, so like you said, marketing. So. Take marketing and start with just like Instagram. Start with just like one stream and say, if I put $20 in, how many hits did I get? How many likes? And then what did it convert into dollars? And then when you show that, you can say, look, I have, you know, an average of 10,000 people hitting this. We've uh, generated this many, like if we're thinking of a podcast, Mm -hmm. we've generated this many views, that's that many years. Um, So we now created a marketing opportunity to leverage to go to other brands to be able to, you know, advertise there and then show that where the dollars are going to go. And then if you're in a salon, um, if you're a salon owner, get people to invest in your salons. Don't be the only bootstrap person. Get money. Put money in. Money in, money in, money in. Um, it keeps the funnel going. Think of it as like as a flywheel. If there's yeah. no wind blowing in, if there's no cash going in, it's not going to go. Yeah. So find out, you know, if I spend this much money on education to my team and then we grew by 30%, now I know, okay, well, I'm just going to raise money to put money in education because I can show that. Makes sense. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So, that's, that's, so, obviously, are you continuing to, to uh, seek financial or outside, uh, you know, investments? <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> it's, it's really important to always stay fundraising, especially in the technical landscape, because it is a high growth, um, high risk, high reward kind of uh, play. Um, but essentially what we do is we do them in seeds. So you usually have your angel investors that like are taking the biggest financial risk. They're saying, we let's try this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll get seed invest, seed investors. So these guys usually come before you've, you know, really, you've got a little bit of traction. Let's test this out. You need a little bit more to build out a team. Um, and then there's series A, B, C, and then there's an IPO. So these uh, stages are very clear in usually a high growth company. Um, but not all companies are investable at that stage. So like a salon tech, typically if you're going to go franchise, that's a high growth play. So you could 
go into the seed stage. Um, but yeah, you're always you always want. I'm like anyone has money, just just call me. Yeah, let's just, just <laughs> <laughs> let's exactly. have a talk. Well, yeah. This is great. I mean, a great conversation, so people yeah. can see how transparent Salon Scale is. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, know what? It's just it's a growth mindset, and we want we want the industry to see and really think about a growth mindset. You know. So, I mean, let's be honest. Let's have a real conversation about 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 money. Like like. What's what's like the minimum investment? Like if somebody really wanted to invest in what you guys are doing, do you have a minimum investment or can I sign or can I give you a check for 10 bucks? No, we do have minimums now. So on that angel round, mm-hmm. uh, we did 25,000 minimums was mm-hmm. a minimum size check. And then what you do is you do we you do a little bit of an evaluation um, early stage and then you set how much you're looking to raise. So when we first started, I was looking to raise half a million dollars. Um, and the next round, we were looking to raise a million dollars, right? And so basically... Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. So you come up with this number of million, like, like that's the number, yeah. right? So like what, was that a hard swallow? Like how in the hell am I going to get a million dollars? I think, you know, a million dollars is not really a lot of money. Not really a lot of money in tech anymore. So right. I just kept visualizing that because I watched these guys raise the 40, 50, 60 million dollars. Um, and, you know, it takes some time, but the right people can see the right upside to it. Mm-hmm. When you're so early stage, it's hard to imagine raising a million dollars. So that seems like out of control. Um, but it's actually, that's why you want to focus on the check sizes. So when we were raising money, I was very focused on larger check sizes so now we do two hundred fifty thousand dollars is our minimum um check size in, especially into this next round um but then you don't have to work as hard because if can you imagine if i'm my next round it's going to be probably eight to ten million dollars so if i had to do ten dollar checks i'm gonna I'm, it'll she's talking to a lot forever. of people <laughs> <laughs> so on the return of investment do you are you giving up equity or are you just uh so all the first rounds were all convertible debts. So what that means is they convert to equity um, after a cash round or in a time time restraint. Um, so this next round that we would be raising would be for equity. So that means everybody converts over and everything's going straight to equity. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm so fascinated about this whole conversation. Right, I feel like I'm sitting in Shark Tank. I know, totally. And I know, and, and, and I know nothing about any of this. So yeah. it, Might a, I remind us, 18 months ago, I didn't know any of it either. Absolutely. So, right. like, I was a hairdresser running a salon, and then now all of a sudden I'm making deals with people <laughs> and, and doing this. So, like, you can learn this. You just get, you just got to open the mind to how, how the cash works. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. And same with me. Before I invested in Alicia, I had no idea. I was like, what? I don't, this is like a different language. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, even for you, you were an angel investor. I mean, like, when when you cut that at least twenty five k check, I mean, that must have stung a little bit. I oh, mean, yeah. that's I real was money, you know. Nervous as hell. Right. <laughs> I was like, I'm betting big on you. Right. It was a little shaky <laughs> when she had it. You're a real nice pony. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? After that, I was like, I have to be involved. Like, I want to be a part of this success story once I invested. Well, you're literally working for your own money. Of course, you wanted to be involved. Yeah. It's not just a product either. Yeah. I mean, it is something that's improving the industry, improving the lives Absolutely. of hairdressers. For sure, and it's. Again, it comes back to the why. And I even said, I was like, you know what, even if this fails, the fact that, like, we took a chance on something that, you know, with the intention of helping salons be open for an extra five to ten years to 20 years, it's worth it, you know? Like, let's let's do it. Well, and, and that's just the thing is creating a, a, a industry of more sustainable salons is ultimately the end game because, you know, we have to do something. The failure rates are way too out of control. 
the industry feels very, you know, unstable right now. And, and, you know, our environment is also getting hit because of these, you know, crazy decisions that are happening. So we have a responsibility and ultimately, um, I don't care if it's my last dollar, I'm, I'm going all in and, and we're going to make this happen. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Sounds like, a, sounds like a hair boss to me. <laughs> she is a hair <laughs> boss, bro. <laughs> Did you, so when you uh, were looking for your uh, original event, or forget about when, um, have you looked inside the industry or are you looking for more people that are interested in tech? Yeah, so um, at first you're like anybody. Anybody that has money, please, please call me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, inside the industry is great because if there's, you know, they have, you know, a little uh, reach, more networking, that's great. But for me, strategically, I went outside the the industry i had a lot of uh, the technical side that invested in us so you know a lot of companies local companies that have already made successful businesses um, in canada we have a company called skip the dishes so you know we have uh some of them have invested which has helped us um you know leverage mentorship along the way right. um and i do have to give like you know credit to some of these these investors that have come because they have that technical landscape to help me because you know, I don't, I don't code. I don't really know right, what's right. going on. So having people really um, that had the technical background was really important for me um, because in order to scale really quickly, you need to have strong, uh, a strong development team. So we really worked with a lot of the technical support. So when you, I'm kind of thinking like, you know, your boss lady, your CEO and all that stuff. So when you, when these tech companies are investing in you, is it, is it kind of like a, a weird conversation to be like, I don't, I don't understand any of this. Can you help me out? Yeah, I had to move everything to alcohol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually figured out that hair color is three times more per ounce than alcohol. Um, and when I figured that out, it was like everybody could relate to it. So I had just made the analogy is like, you know, the bar industry has been free pouring booze for years they created a system a digital system to make sure that they could stay open mm -hmm. now the salon industry is the same but yet we've never had a digital solution so when i explained that and i explained how much more expensive it was per ounce and what was happening they were like oh my goodness you're on to something let's figure that out um, and then the second part about it is I didn't overcomplicate anything i was when we made the product i was like just this one thing and because of that, that's where you get that high growth and where people are invested. Sometimes people like to overcomplicate things, so no one wants to <laughs> invest in complication. Yeah. No. That's pretty cool. And um, even some of the inroads that you've made in the industry, like I know, um, you know, I, we're very friendly with Elizabeth, I know. I know yes. that you did Hair Love Retreat last year, right? I didn't go to Hair Love, no. I was on her uh, podcast tour. Right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's right. How'd you guys meet? Um, in Portland on <laughs> on a panel. Um, actually, April, you know, April worked really hard to get connected with um, Elizabeth. And I met her in Portland, Oregon. And that's where our relationship went. And that girl is just incredible. She's yeah, amazing. She's amazing. And honestly, like, kind of like you guys, you know, I, I reached out. I was, like, constantly like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, let's mm -hmm. talk. Let's talk. And that's how we've opened a lot of these relationships is really just, like, trying to connect with people. And same thing with you guys, you know. Um, but Elizabeth has been truly, truly such a great. That's another hair boss. Oh, yeah, she's great. Boss. You know, she's, and she just amazing. helps everyone in her community. Oh so Yeah, we, she's poured out a lot of love to us. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she definitely incredible. has. Yeah. yeah she's, she, it's kind of cool and, like. This sounds weird and stuff, but I think we all believe in this. Like, like we kind of feel like we're in this cocoon of really great people in the industry. 
and like and we we certainly like to think that we're a part of that cocoon too. But you know, a lot of that starts with the, with like Elizabeth and like minded like Elizabeth. I mean, we are um, we're going to Hair Love Retreat this year, and I I can't tell you how excited we are, um, and mainly because it'll be kind of we'll be like trapped in a room with the greatest female minds in our industry, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, and, and we're really, really mega looking forward to that. Yeah. You know? Just, uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. So are we. And I think, you know, when you start attracting people that you want to be like, that's when, you, again, you're going to start to grow yourself. So it's really nice to have the opportunity. And we like to think that we're in that community, too. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, like, we are all so different now, the way that we consume and consume products the way we want it mm-hmm. we you know we want more intimate like smaller kind of base se- uh, sessions and that's really something that elizabeth has done really well is mm-hmm. creating an experience because to get out of the mindset of that daily hustle and then get out to something like that like get into zion and everything that you ever were stressing about will just disappear i promise mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an incredible yeah. incredible place and so that's what you know she's truly the face of the next uh, generation, especially when it comes to events, and I'm very proud of her for, yeah. for going uh, out there. We're blown away, and and you know I'm going to go out on a limb here too, and just um, you know we we have a lot of people that that, that that talk to us about you know how they can help with the podcast and stuff, and and it's really important for us that 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 we align ourselves w- with good products and good people, and and you know just like schedulicity, you know we want to align us ourselves not with people that are trying to make a difference for the industry for the right reasons. Yeah. And, 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 and I was super, I mean, it, it didn't take much of a decision for us that, that when you guys went to have a relationship, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit, but, you know, it's very, very simple. Like, do they align with, with the ideals of, of changing the industry? I mean, we, we changing the industry to us from our well, perspective. bringing the industry together. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it right there. Yeah, and yeah. elevating. You know, it's our responsibility to elevate and help people grow as well. Mm-hmm. So. So, so your, so your friendship now, okay, are you guys, do you ever just like kind of have a, a powwow or is it like 24 seven, you know, talking business? <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> Alicia is so funny. Like she just, she gets these bursts of like energy and inspiration at like the, not, I wouldn't say the worst time, but like the weirdest time. So she'll like text me on like a Sunday and she'll be like, Hey, like, what are you doing? Can we chat for five minutes? And then, like, I'll call, she'll she'll call me, and we'll talk for three hours. <laughs> and I'm writing stuff down. I'm drawing things, and I'm like, it's just she's so creative. And when she needs to like brain dump, she needs to do it like now. So I I always love getting those phone calls. But no, it's good. I mean, obviously, we talk a lot because I I work in a different city than her, so we're constantly communicating with one another. But. Um, but when we get together, that's when the magic happens, for sure. Because there's nothing better than being in person and connecting and doing ideas. And she's such a, like, she'll, we'll be in Toronto and we'll be in our Airbnb. And she's like, okay, I'm going to draw this out for you at, like, 10 p.m. at night. And she'll go through, like, this whole class idea. <laughs> but it's good because she can do that to me because I understand the industry and I understand what hairstylists want to see, too, right? Where the other team is more, like, they're... I guess they are, they do understand the industry, but it's, it's different with us. So I can help her really design something and really implement something that's for the industry. So we have that brain, that hairdresser brain that, that works. But yeah, <laughs> Even we talk if there's a lot. sticky notes all right. over the walls. <laughs> <laughs> she does this all the time. But yeah, we talk a lot. I would, I'd say. What, um, so in those conversations, what, uh, what is Salon Scale having, um, what's happening in the future with you guys? You, you mentioned uh, the classes and stuff. What, what's the breakdown of those classes? 
Yeah, I think like we're just looking for, you know, we've connected with so many great people over the last year as far as education is concerned. Uh -huh. You know, we've got so many great people in our industry right now that are just teaching so many cool things. And we just want to bring them into our platform and give them another avenue to teach what and do what they do best. So right. we want to bring those people in. We want to work with them to create better education and more tools for these salon owners. So, um, you know, whether that's creating something like a plug in in the app like Alicia said, mm -hmm. or just, you know, doing an event with, with people. I think the more that we can come together and have their brain and our brain, it's, it's everyone wins. And, uh, you know, ultimately I want to improve the financial literacy in this, in this industry. Um, so using technology to help that is a really strong why for us as well. Um, but most importantly, it's just like, we always say it's no cuts, no colors, just business. So we really want to be a platform, a resource that really just, guides you to the people who are talking just business um, to not make it complicated, but make it really focused to your needs. Yeah. And like you said earlier, I mean, we had a conversation earlier as well about how visual or, you know what I mean? We, we, we learn by listening or seeing, you know what I mean? And uh, it's unlike a lot of other people who, you know, use, you know, they, they read and stuff like that. I mean, we're, as hairdressers, I mean, totally, you know, if you can teach me on a platform where I can visually see it or hear it, I'll learn so much easier than. Yeah, absolutely. And I think our, a lot of our brains do work the same. So we want to try and tie that in, whether that's video education or like she said, like a 3D spreadsheet. We just want to change the way it looks so that a hairdresser can really understand it. Because if you give a hairdresser like six um, spreadsheets to fill out, like they're just going to look at it. Like they can't translate, they can't translate it into what they see. So we need automation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Automate the system. Yeah, for sure. That's where we're going. Yeah, that's exciting. That is pretty exciting. Was it? Um, so you have this great product, right? Which like I said, I believe in wholeheartedly because I, I, I've used it now. And um, but aside from that, like like what was the challenge as a business to get the word out, and especially get the word out to to hairdressers? Because I mean, we're a tough bunch, you know. And 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 when you go to these big events like we're at ISSC or you go to Premier or or you go to some, and they're not so bad anymore. But certainly, if you if you rewind twenty minutes ago, you know. Um, in the hairdressing world, there's a there's a swap meet kind of like like mentality. A lot of these shows have have been that in the past. So, how do you kind of break through the towel companies and this company and that company? And and did you find that did you find that that was a challenge to that, or did you what was your strategy to kind of not, like not get clumped into that? Does that make sense? It's yeah. funny. Um, you know, we actually launched in the U.S. a year ago at ISSE. So it was a year ago this time that we were like... Well, first off, I'm blown away because you guys are so relevant to, to the industry right now. It's amazing that it's only been 12 months. Yeah, well, marketing, you know, the magic of marketing. That's <laughs> what we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so That's we... It's a great product too. So, yeah. I mean. And it really, like, the simplicity of it is the best part, right? You know, it's it's not too complicated and it has to be simple. So that's something we're really proud of. But Well, yeah. And I think, too, when we were talking about those funnels... Mm -hmm. So we really broke it off into like two networks. Like we knew there's like affiliate channels and then we know there's distribution channels. So like where does color move and who influences color? So like those are two different levers. So we really 
went and like if I'm like just being fully transparent, this is what we did. We were we focused on who who's out there that could get this word out, who could connect with our mm -hmm. why. So we went to any influencer, any educator we could just to let them know about it so that they could go in and broadcast it. Right. That would give us instant, you know, traffic, instant eyeballs. And then the other wing is distribution. So partnering with brands and manufacturers, um, a longer play because they're large organizations. So to get into their educational systems, all that stuff takes years. So we kind of handled both wings at the same time and we're currently still dealing with both wings. But when you talk about what brands connect to your why and make sure that you're really aligned, we mapped all that out. And that's just basically what we're doing is every single month we are connecting to those types of organizations and people and we're really creating these systems in two different funnel bases. Um, and then as we consistently grow, we hire teams out to hit, hit up those areas. Mm -hmm. So really it's just kind of like a beautiful pattern, but it's just kind of stepping out and seeing it. How, how does this actually work? Yeah, and, and to second that, like when we launched, we actually were so surprised how much um, support we had in the U.S. Like we actually have more support in the U.S. than we do in Canada. It's almost like, you know, trying to be a teacher in your own backyard. Like people don't want to come to your class because you live down the street, right? right? So when we launched in the U.S., we had way more support here than we did back home, which was really surprising. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like we're just going to continue to chip away. But specifically on the West Coast, like California, I mean, they just, they just... They're open to anything. They embrace things so it, well. And, and, and educate me on the model, right? Yep. Like, like, I know, like, as an independent hairdresser, like, it means a lot to me to know those numbers. I don't, yeah. I, but, but if I rewind, you know, five years ago when I worked in, 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 a, in, a, in a commission salon, I don't know if I would have been as committed to it, if I'm being frank and honest with yep. you guys. Yeah. Do you think, it, it, is the Canadian model more of a commission-based model? And do you think that that's the reason why, why it, especially in California, because California is so independent. So independent. Yeah, we I do have, yeah. Like, yeah. Canada there's still more commission-based salons than than independent um but as an industry we are moving a lot more uh, independent than we are commission-based mm -hmm. anyways um our number one barrier to entry in a salon is the pushback from stylists in the salon because they're saying what's in it for me so for us we really try to educate them on like every single time you scan this you're making you know environmental impact we're l ordering the right amount of color we're not overstocking we're not under like over understocking we're charging properly we're making sure that the salons are profitable so really the educational piece is important for us and that's kind of what we did for them um, but our two models yeah we have a salon model and a, and a independent model so that we can address all of that yeah and we've really brought in a few um, like franchise or multi locations into our system now and we've seen like I got a call the other day from one of our Canadian friends and he's got three locations he's got five locations but three of them are just color and he was like April I just want you to know that I'm gonna save three hundred thousand dollars at least this year because of Salon wow. Scale. And I was like, holy crap. Right? That's amazing. Yeah. Talk about ROI, right? Yeah. And those, oh. yeah, yeah, once once you get more of those type yes. of feedback, you'll be able to share that and, and really show, look, it really, really yeah. does save you money. You oh, know what I mean? And huge you, money. And you're mm -hmm. helping all these people. But it's funny getting back to what you said earlier. Uh, we've noticed that too. And, and, you know what I mean? We're like, our fan base is, is much larger outside of our little area and we you know in dc area it, it, you know it felt like we have less of a fan base where we're from i know it's my favorite quote to that is like sometimes the people that are closest to you are the hardest to reach yeah yep. absolutely right? and, that, and that's yeah. it so uh, oh yeah that happens yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right? Yeah. well it is weird though right yeah. and i think and i think to your point you know um you know as an ed you know 
Why, why go to that class? You know, like, yeah. honestly, I mean, let, let, let's be real honest. Like, we're doing this event in September, you know, the Presley Poe event. Yeah. And, like, we had, we had people flying in from all over the country, but we couldn't get somebody literally across the street from the theater to buy a ticket. Yeah. It's you know, crazy. Which, is, know. which is crazy. And, and, and for the world of me, I can't like, uh, I can't a, wrap my mind yeah, around and it. And on a global scale, like you're bringing this opportunity down the street. You know, you would think that they would want to jump on that. Like it's a huge opportunity for them. But sure. which yeah. also it's a psychology right? there, right? Yeah. It also gives yeah. me so much. I have so much respect for all the in, in like all the businesses that came before our time, um, like these major, you know, like any type of these major brands and distributors, like they had to knock on doors yeah. and build this from people that probably were like, no, 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 no. Whereas with technology now, like, look at that. Like the reason why we've had reach scale and we've come, we have companies all over the world on our platform, Australia, Europe, like all yeah, over like, every continent. And yeah. so like, we wouldn't be able to do that without having that reach. So can you imagine like how hard it would have been? Like if Back we had then, to go door yeah. to door, like, oh, no, like literally door to door, right? Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. Hold on. You just brought that up that you're on all the all the continents right i think so, we're on the same mind yeah so so in salon scales is, is do you have all these different languages already built in or do you got to mm. pre-program it we don't we don't and we're really we're really trying to stick to english-speaking countries right now like we don't ship our scales globally um but if you want to use it and you can read english um then all the power to you. Um, we'll get there for and, sure. And the best part is actually a lot of the color brands are all in English anyway, so they're used to, you know, the label yeah. being in English. Um, and then it's numbers. So numbers are the same. Numbers it's just letters, like, right? yeah. So we actually just have, like, instead of the dollar sign, you know, we just dissolve that. So it's just a number that pops up for different countries to be able to access that. So that's really Because cool. your country, half of it speaks French, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Half? Which well, we, I don't know. We yeah, don't I'm speak just... French. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Do they, though? Half our country speaks <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. Right? That's right? it, right? Yeah. How... how how cool was it, like, when you're, like, shipping, you know, the, the – well, you said you didn't send the sale, or you, Scale, we, you didn't? No, we, we tried to, actually. We, we tried had, one. Yeah, we tried this one girl <laughs> in Australia. We tried it was to $120 to send the scale yeah. to her. And I think it took two it months to get – It didn't make it. Stop. Oh, I thought it made it. I thought she it's got it. It's in the Indian Ocean somewhere? Somewhere. Someone lost it. But, no, it's really tough to – you know, you really have to set up. A warehouse and a drop shipper in those uh-huh. locations but you know we just want to focus on what we're doing right now um here at home and in in the u.s and in canada and from there we'll be able to branch out really we want to become really really good at that one thing before mm-hmm. we bring it to everyone well and then all over the world you know when you look at the you know logistics of this so you, we can handle it two ways. So we can find a licensing partner in in another country. So they re- own the license for Salon Scale, and then they can. Tony, you want to move that? to Australia? I think we have a job opportunity, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty hot there. <laughs> we're, 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 we're entering it's the pretty shark hot there. Stop it! No. <laughs> for those who watch uh, Shark Tank, it sounds like we're uh, Mr. Wonderful's talking, right? Talk about li- a license or hey, even that's Damon. Kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, a licensing yeah, uh, agreement, can, right? You can either do licensing or else you can do commission right like you can just like find someone and then do a commission uh, market as well so those are two things that we are working through to get through it but like you have to understand too that we have to also keep our communication strong like make sure our branding and the way that we we talk looks the same across all you know all countries and I think as much as I'm like I'm, I'm going to take over this industry and we're going to do all this stuff and get being, I think it's just really important for us to find the right people. Um, so we actually do have 
we met up with these guys and um, they are like like me in a in male version and um, <laughs> and these guys actually we're testing them right now so they want to kind of handle the Latin American division so they're helping us with kind of getting that so we're testing this theory right now so stay tuned because some stuff is coming through the pipeline there so that we can you know start with Spanish and then and then get ourselves through some of the Latin American just grow one language at a time yeah one language at a time that's right but I think the the number one thing about that is like we realized that this is a, obviously a global issue, right? This right. isn't just an issue here. Like color, sure. this is a global issue. And I actually was talking to this girl from Australia a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling her, like, you know, this is how much a shade of Q um, price is in the U.S. And she was telling me, she's like, it's $24 in <gasps> Australia for, for one wholesale bottle. cost. <laughs> wow. Whoa. And I was like, what? <laughs> no wonder you that's guys want crazy. this so bad. I like, know, that's could you insane. imagine? I know. It, it's literally it's going to change lives. Yeah. yeah. So Especially I'm like, there. wow, they really, they really need this. Like we thought we needed this. No, they really need this. So that way, you know, you can, you, you can truly charge what your true worth is and you don't have to worry about that type of cost affecting your bottom line. And that's what I yep. love about this so much. You know what I mean? Cause so many people get back to the, the beginning of our conversation. They kind of put it all um, $75. That's it. Yeah. Right. And if it's $24, I mean, that's, that's yeah. a huge chunk. It's so You're inconsistent. You're not going to make any money. It's oh, so inconsistent, and they're getting paid inconsistently, and it's it can no longer be that way. No. All right, and we're going to stand yeah. up, and we're going to change the industry. We are, yes. And, and, Together, and we, we can mm-hmm. do this. Uh, we tr- truly believe in you guys. We truly believe in the product. Yeah. I'm excited just to kind of, well, I'm excited for our friendship. But I'm also excited to kind of see like where this evolves to because because it's 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 already evolved so much that 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 it's kind of cool and and yeah. and I mean no offense Abel, but she's brilliant man oh. like like where <laughs> oh, I know. where is she taking our industry and I mean that like wholeheartedly like where yeah. is she taking this industry oh absolutely not to put weight on your shoulders or anything Alicia <laughs> but you know you got it yeah. you asked for it kiddo you hey, asked for it bring it on I'll I'll take the punching bag for all of us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it and, I lo- and to that I love that, that that both of you guys are hairstylists and, and, and that, that means a lot to us as well right. yeah so as, as we're getting toward the end of this podcast right where's this where do you see this friendship evolving to when you take over the world I'll, I'll let alicia answer this one well i mean obviously i think we're going to stay connected forever i think that's just how it is but i think um you know with april april's really mining a lot of the aspects of our company so i you know i think there's an equal credit that needs to be delivered there um, but i think it's important you know she touched based on a few things today when it came to investment and friendship and driving in and support. And I think it's important for our industry to see the people behind other people. Um, so I think she and I will, you know, take on this mission and just keep spreading the word so that we can get as many people focused mm-hmm. on, on what needs to happen. Yeah. But we'll still be together. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She's stuck. We're stuck for life for sure. We're family. Like we're family now. That's yeah. A couple of hotel stays will do that to you. Yeah. Won't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, so what else, as we're, as we're closing down, what would you like our listeners to, to know? Uh, how can they find you? Just spit it out. 
Yeah, I think like as far as like this story today and like our friendship and how this has grown into business, like really I think the more you can surround yourself with people that believe in you and see your vision, um, the stronger you're going to be. And I think we need to support one another and help each other grow and help each other be accountable um, in any industry, whether it's the salon industry or the tech industry. I think it's really important to have people behind you that believe in you and have the same why um, because it's only going to help you grow. But yeah. And then on the logistics side, obviously, our website, salonscale.com, at salonscale is our handle. Um, and then if you do have an, you, you're dreaming about a technical idea or anything, please feel free to reach out to me because obviously I've, you know, um, gone through that. So if you're in the salon world and you want to build some stuff, reach out to, out to us that way. And uh, we're here to help with the business side of things too. So yeah. anybody out there um, that wants to be a part of our journey, let's just, let's just do Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And DM us. Like it's literally, we're on the DMs all the time. It's literally us. Like you guys can literally talk to us straight. Mm-hmm. So. I, I love the girl power. I love, I love this, this combination. I mean, in our podcast, people hear Corey and my voice, but literally our our, our backbone is, is is a girl power Absolutely. and Miss Katie Mae Blount. Yes. But uh, yes, without sir. her, I mean, she keeps us organized. She, I mean, she is uh, a girl girl boss in her in her own right. But mm-hmm. um, how do, how can people find Salon Scales? Um, Instagram at Salon Scale or. Salonscale.com. And it's Salon Scale without an S. Yes. Just Salon But I love that you guys say it. It's got like a cute little ring. It's like an Italian swing on it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you said DM. So do they DM both you guys through those those platforms? Yeah, just through Instagram. Yeah. You can DM us that way. At Salon Scale. Yeah. That's awesome. Probably going to be one of us that will answer you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, thank you very much. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making time. Yeah. I know you guys are busy this weekend no, as well. No, thank you so. for inviting thank us on. Guys. It's such an honor. 100%. And again, we're just we're so excited for this friendship and to have you know people to help us elevate this together. It's and thanks to you guys. You guys just keep doing what you're doing because you're elevating the industry and just connecting so many people and allowing companies like mine to have more reach and consistently do that. Like it means so much. So thanks so much for putting your hearts out there and your passions and and speaking what we all need to hear. Awesome. Oh, on that note, I know exactly. How do I follow on? Alicia, thank you. April, thank you guys very much. And thank you very, very much for joining us on your deal. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon. And we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>